0: We've got a, we've got a voice back. We've got a a, a, a voice on that introduction, that unforgettable, great voice of Gunnar going Gunnar, give it to us one more time. What does what does that sound like a little bit on that intro? You remember it? <laughs> Listen
1: to Blog Talk Radio,
0: connecting life
1: <laughs> to faith. There you go. In the news, <laughs> aliens are invading. Well, oh, wait a minute.
0: It away. <laughs> oh, well, this is going to be a lot of fun. uh We are welcoming our good friend Gunnar Simmonson back to blog talk radio, and uh it's been a number of years uh since we've had him, and we have sincerely missed him uh, mm. but uh that doesn't mean he's gone by any stretch mm. and uh we are going to hear about some of the things that, uh, this is going to be real personal tonight, and we're going to hear about some of the things that have been going on in Gunnar's life for the last three years, what he says, in his words, every last thing in his life has changed. Gunnar, welcome back to Blog Talk Radio. It's so good Hello, to have
1: John. you. Hello, John. Hello John.
0: Hello Cats
1: community. It's so good to be back. It's uh, it's I'm honored and just love love hearing your voice, my friend.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, Gunnar, I don't know where do we start. You know, I mean, uh um yeah. there's a lot. There's a, there's a lot. Um yeah. we've had a lot of difficult things in in your marriage and uh, uh decisions you had to make um, yes. we have a second chance and a new beginning. Where do you, where do you yeah. want to jump from? I'll, I'll let you jump. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I will tell you this, you know, what I've been thinking a lot of, and again, thank you for the opportunity to, to be here and share. Um, you know, Bob Marley, the great prophet. Is it okay to call Bob? <laughs> I think he, he was a fantastic prophet, right?
0: Yeah. Uh, the great
1: Bob Marley yeah. um, had, had said, I didn't change. I just found myself.
0: Mm. And,
1: um, August um, 19th, 2017, I found myself in the ER and, uh, you know, I had just been battling weight issues for years. I was a stress eater and it was uh, one of my, you know, coping mechanism and dealing with stress and, um, running away from my feelings and just fighting and fighting. And, um, um, I had some issues for several weeks. I finally, um, Got the courage to go in and uh went to go see a doctor sent me right to the e r and It was a wake up call for me and uh but something happened it was just it uh, it had been a journey leading up to that and um for something about that i just it just the light bulb went on for me, and I began on a journey to um to get active outwardly and get surrendered inwardly. And mm. it was time to get active and exercise. And and uh, I didn't even know what any of that looked like. Um, but I did. And, um, you know, I started walking and running and and, I, and, and eating differently. And I, and I immediately knew, I said, look, if I'm going to not sabotage these efforts, I need to figure out why I'm a stress eater. I don't want to mm. sabotage myself anymore. And so I, I began to really get active on, outwardly. And I began to... Uh, get surrendered inwardly and just kind of go to where my hurts were. Um, yeah,
0: I'm going to, to break, gonna break in that. here. I, I want to break in here because, uh, yeah, I, I want to know how, uh, you were probably going to go into this, but I just want to make sure. Yeah, Amy, that's fine. How, how did you get into that inner stuff? Did you have help with that or did you do that on your own? Yeah. A
1: couple things. Um, A year before that, I really felt like the the Lord was starting to um, break through. I had a head knowledge of God and Jesus for years. Uh, But a head knowledge is not a heart knowledge. And I... Man, I mean, I just, I just knew something was off, and I, and I would cry out to God. And I, I just remember a year before that, I, I was led into Matthew eleven twenty eight through thirty. You know, those who weak, you know, weary, come to me. I'll give you, you know, you know, my burdens mm-hmm. are, you know, my yoke is easy, my burdens are light. Then there was also a passage that there's a part in there that says that, and let me teach you because I'm gentle and humble at heart. Mm. And and you know, we never hear that part. On. We always hear the main part of those, that, that passage. And it just caught me where I was. And I was like, okay, okay, I need you to teach me. I don't want to keep coming back in the cycle of recidivism, dumping off all my stuff, and then I go pile it up again. I want to dump off all my stuff, and, and I, I need you to teach me Cause you, because you are gentle and humble at heart. So I began this journey and it was a long journey. It was a hard journey. So there was holes starting to break in on me. You know, I had a lot of wake up calls, you know, shortly after that, I had a head on collision where the airbag didn't deflate and different things like that. But, the the holes were starting to pop in on me. And and I, you know, when I came out of the uh, the ER, I mean, I had several goals that I had set that I had set for myself personally. And it just felt like it was this time. This was my time to make this, to make something change, to to, to have something happen here. Uh, You know, because, you know, with with my health and the heart stuff and everything like that, it was scary. And I internalized my stress and, and all of that. And so we just went to work, and it was just a lot. I think it was the prayers of my daughter. It was the prayers of, of um, my mom. It was uh, going to counseling every Tuesday for, like, several years, and I still am very in close contact with my counselor. It was going to Al-Anon
0: huh. every
1: Monday night and just working the steps and getting to a place of like, just really embracing the 12 steps. And again, and again, I'm just reminded of the, the incredible series that you did going through the steps. Yeah. And um, so those things started to really open my eyes. And um, I, like I said, I got active outwardly and got surrendered inwardly and, you know, I went and saw a doctor and, You know, I started running and and, and all of these things. I stopped eating all the crap that I was eating and I was stuffing inside because I was a stress eater. And I started identifying things. And um, I had some deep family hurts that I found at the very core Mm. um, uh, of where my hurt really began. And um, I found myself months later on the phone with uh, one of the key people at play there. And I found myself telling them, I forgive you.
0: Mm. Mm. And
1: it was, it was hurts and pains that really hijacked, I would say really, you know, the enemy comes to steal, kill and destroy, but God has a rich and satisfying life. And, 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 and I believe it was through those hurts that really hijacked me from really truly seeing who God made me to be when he fearfully and wonderfully made me in my, in, in my mom's womb. And so I found myself in the phone forgiving and I'd lost, uh, since that spring, not long after I'd lost about a hundred
0: pounds, John. Wow. Boy, I don't, and I don't even think I saw you during that time. So, yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, that's
1: amazing. It's been a couple. It's been a couple of years, and I had really, really had just was, you know, you can never outrun on the outside what you're battling on the inside. Hmm. And to me, that forgiveness, I, I remember talking to a friend of mine, and he said, "Man, how did you lose all that weight and keep it off?" And this was about a year later, and um, and I said, "What do you think?" And he said, "Determination," and I said, "Nope." It was forgiveness. Mm -hmm.
0: It was forgiveness. Forgiveness of you or forgiveness of someone else? It sounded like it was forgiveness you were giving.
1: Yeah, I had to let go
0: of of
1: pain that I was carrying uh, because someone else was hurt. Hurt people hurt people. And um, Mm -hmm. I remember I had to forgive them. And, and I, I mean, I, it was the first time anything had come up in years and, um, I just kind of came up on a phone call and, and I just knew it was my time. I had to forgive. I had to let go of the hurt. I, quite frankly, it it was more important, you know, at the time I really felt what God was doing in my heart. It was, I wanted to relieve them from any guilt or shame they had for what they did to me. Wow. I didn't, I didn't want them to get to the end of life and say, you know, I'm really sorry for what I did. I didn't want them to have to spend another day carrying any kind of burden. Hmm. And well, so, I mean, God just said, you've got to forgive that person. Now, here's the interesting thing is, is that, you know, we can forgive those that have hurt us. But then also we've got to own, as, as a, be, because that hurt that has been inflicted on us, we can then in turn begin to hurt others. That cycle of recidivism. So I had to forgive, but then the hardest person to forgive post that was forgiving myself. Mm. Yeah, the things that I had done because someone else's hurt was, you know, uh, cast upon me. And so it had been a journey of. It's an inside job. It's always an inside job, and so it's been a real journey of forgiveness. Um, you know, and, you know, I'd gone through going through a, um, a divorce and, you know, and that was that was difficult. It was hard, um, you know, and wrestled through all of that. And, um, you know, I mean, there's a lot of, you know, I mean,
0: you know, you
1: learn through that, the serenity mm-hmm. prayer and you, you learn that you are 100 percent responsible of your 50 percent. And (laughs) I got to stop blaming the other person for all of my blind spots and things that I've, I've got to own my own stuff. And um, when I stopped, you know, blaming others for the hurts that they have done to me because of the hurts that's been done to them. And I started owning my own stuff. That's when exponential growth started to
0: happen in my life. Wow. 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 Simple, simple things. Yeah, uh, but, hard things. but hard to do, I, I would
1: think. You don't wake up one day, John, and say, I'm going to forgive someone. I don't think. I mean, maybe you do. Or, you know, Hey, I'm today, I'm going to wake up and I'm going to surrender or today. I'm going to, you know, I mean, when you're, when you're walking up to that place and you, you haven't fully done that yet, you know I mean? It's hard. It's hard to, to be willing to say, okay, God, I'm going to trust you. Or to, mm-hmm. to surrender your heart to God. But here's what happened, John. Through all of this stuff, that head knowledge that I had of saying all the right things, mm-hmm. I didn't want to expose myself, um, it became a heart knowledge. God humbled me, and He still is, because He's gentle yeah. and humble at heart.
0: How do you he's stop? He's gentle and the, humble at heart. Gunnar, how do you stop the blame? The, the, thing i mean that's that's uh it's pretty ingrained yeah and um, um give me a little let's go can we go a little a little deeper with that um sure i
1: mean is there i mean in a world where we love formulas and we love you know uh-huh. four point sermons and and all that stuff it's hard it's hard to be able to say here's how you stop blaming someone Um, just as hard as it's oftentimes saying, okay, God, I'm ready to surrender to you. Um, for me, it got to a place of just God didn't just knowing that God loved me just the way I was and that he didn't stop pursuing me and that he, um, that God, you know, gentle and humble at heart. And when I began to get, be willing to go down that path and to let, to say, look, I'm at the end of my rope. I am sick and tired of being sick and tired. And I got to a place of surrender and saying, okay, God, I'm going to trust you on this one. Help my unbelief and help me to be able to just teach me. Cause that's all I had to go with with that. Path. Here's all my crap. So now it says, let me teach you because I'm gentle and humble at heart. Show me what that means. And I'll tell you right, I mean. You want to, you want to, you know, you got to be willing to sit there, and God will 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 walk with you. He's so patient with us. And God showed me to be a God that has a gentle and humble heart, just like He said He was, and it's just like the Word says. And over time, it just it softened my heart. It, it, it was able to pull all that hard stuff, all that stuff. There was no room in the end for my heart to take on anything else. It was so overstuffed with hurt and pain. I mean, hijacked my sightline.
0: You know, even that's interesting. That you, I love that verse you just brought up. Uh, you mentioned it quite a bit. Gentle and humble of heart. Uh, yeah. You know what that sounds like? We've been talking a lot at the catch lately about empathy. That sounds like empathy. That that sounds like Jesus actually empathizing with us. Yeah. Would you say that? Yeah. Did you feel that? What What did that feel like?
1: Absolutely. It's humbling. And yet it's so real and accessible.
0: But it's humbling
1: because we have so much pride, Mm. you know, and I love those passages. Just for me, it's just like I love it. It's like, here, give me all your stuff. Now let me teach you because I'm gentle and humble at heart. Okay, so what's next? We're (laughs) we're, we're just in the go, go, go culture, right? We're, We're really good at being you know, human doings. We're really not the best at being human beings. And you know, quarantine, shelter in place is certainly has kind of put that front and center for those willing to to walk that path. But um, I think it's just that that trust and willingness to say, God, I, I I don't have all the answers. I'm tired of coming back and forth to this the cycle of recidivism of the same hurt, and the same pain, the same sabotaging, the same you know, coping mechanisms, the same blind spots, you know, I, I want to give it to you. And then I want to grow in life. I want to get better. I want to move forward. Cause I feel like I've been in a holding pattern in this airplane forever. And I just want to take up the reins and
0: land this plane. Yeah. Yeah. But he's gentle you know and humble at heart. You know what I hear uh, that? You know, what I'm hearing you say, uh, that is really encouraging to me. I, changes, change is like one of the hardest things that any of us can do. And and I think, I know for me, I, I keep thinking that, oh God, I, I, it's just going to take, well, like you said, your friend said determination. And uh, yeah. we keep thinking, boy, this is going to be huge. How am I going to do this? But then when you say that our teachers, our teacher is gentle and humble yeah. of heart. Yeah. That's really comforting. It's it's almost yeah. like, oh, well, well, maybe I can actually do this if if, if you're with yeah. me.
1: Yeah. Is, well, it's, is that what you're saying? Yeah, it certainly doesn't characterize the, the God that we hear talked about in culture a lot. You know, we yeah. talk about the gospel of welcome and the catch. Mm-hmm. And um, it's very welcome you know, and I think that, but it's a journey. And, you know, I think about change is like, is it easier to go out on a journey to change yourself or is it easier to go out on a journey to find yourself and to find who God made you to be when he fearfully and wonderfully made you on, you know, in your mother's womb. We're, we, we spend billions of dollars to change ourselves, we, you know, with whatever, you know, weight loss, fitness, the latest crazes, whatever, uh, we'll change, change, change. But what if we took all that energy to try to change? What if we just went on a journey to say, look, who am I? Who did God make me to be? And we realize that there's so much hurt. There's no room in the end. We've been so loaded down with so much hurt, pain, and sorrow over the time, the lot, most of us, if we're honest, that it completely hijacks us. It completely, we have no line of sight anymore of who God made us to be. Hmm, hmm. You know, and and yeah, we know we're forgiven in Christ and he gives us, you know, the the, the death and resurrection on the cross. So we have that. But then there's also when God made us, who did he make you to be? What I found in the process, John, is who did he make Gunner to be? He made Gunner to be an encourager.
0: Mm. And
1: yet (laughs) I was always an encourager, but my encouraging was always plugged in to my hurt. It was always plugged into the wrong outlet. And so what I would do is I would encourage people, but I would want reciprocation because I had a fear of rejection and a fear of abandonment. So I would use my gift, but it was plugged into my hurts. And then when I was able to finally get to a place to unload because you're gentle and humble at heart and take those things, it began to clear up space in my heart for me to understand that, You know, I had this plugged into the wrong outlet the whole time. And so now, and it's not, now it's like when when we give and encourage, I don't, I don't expect anything in return. Mm. It's unconditional. Now, it doesn't mean I don't still struggle with rejection and abandonment issues. And so... There's a, great, there's a great YouTube video, Simon Sinek, talks about what's your why. Everybody's talking about what's your why, what's your why, what's your why. And it's an amazing video, very inspirational. But what I believe now more than ever is that when your why, why do you do the things you do? When your why is tethered to a false sense of your who, you will never find lasting satisfaction. Hmm. How often are our wives tethered to someone else's version? You know, we, we, we attach our, our identities to everything else. But who God made us to be in our mother's womb. So that's been my journey you know, and, and, and through this and forgiveness and, and all of that. And from this, I have found this new love for my health and fitness and stewarding what God has given me. I, God brought me this beautiful, beautiful woman. I'm so humbled who loves God so much. And, um, we got married a couple, about a month ago on my 50th birthday. <laughs>
0: she has
1: three wonderful young men, um, sons, a, a daughter, and, um, It's so, it's, it's wild what God has done in my life. You know, sold my house, paid off all my debt, took all the weight off and kept it off. Um, I even, you know, have a good uh, relationship with with my ex-wife and she's getting married and, and um, I've spent time with her uh, uh, fiance and he's a great guy. I have told him we're going to go golfing at some point. And um, (laughs) it's been a journey,
0: man. But forgiveness is
1: the bridge. (laughs)
0: Well, my friend, I promised we'd keep this tight because uh, I know you, you got to go. So uh, yeah. we've got our, we filled up our 20 minutes with a lot of meat here. So thank you so much. And, yeah. uh, and will you come back? We'll have to come back yeah, and I'd, do this I, some more.
1: I, I would i would yeah. be honored to. It's talking okay. Tuesday here in the house. I got to go uh, get some <laughs> okay. meat and okay. uh, get the guys taken care of. But you know, John, um I've been thinking a lot lately about the gospel of welcome and what that means. And, And, you know, until I really allowed God to, you know, show me that he's gentle and humble at heart and to really soften my heart and to really, really take that head knowledge to heart knowledge, um, I really, I understand it now. I get it now. And, I, and I've and i actually been thinking about the gospel of welcome all week and what that looks like in my own personal life is I'm taking on all new changes and things and what God has done in my heart. Um, you know, uh, he's forgiven me. I've got to forgive others. He's been good and faithful to me. I've got to be the same. And uh, what is the gospel of welcome? That is something that is resonating with me right now. And I want to thank you and Marty and the catch community for, for, Having that conversation over the years, it has ministered to
0: me, and it still is today. And
1: I would love to come on if you'd love to have me. If you'd like to have me back,
0: I'd be I'd be happy to come All back, and we can pick up where we left off. That sounds fantastic. That sounds. Ha- thank you, Gunnar. Thank you so much, and uh, thank, thank you, me. new wife, for uh, uh, for adjusting her schedule so you could be on today. We really appreciate it. Uh, and oh, I will. I'll yeah. Back. yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I love, looking forward <laughs> to it.
1: Jesus is real. He's real. Love you, man.
0: Thank you so much. Okay. There you go, folks. How is that? That was so encouraging. And I'm glad you did that just for me. Because uh, humble and of heart. God is gentle. Jesus is gentle and humble of heart. And that's the way the change will happen in our lives. It comes through someone who actually the creator of the universe is empathetic with us understands our situation will take us through the steps will be gentle and 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 humble with us and not 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 come on get up off the floor you jerk what's wrong with you no this is someone who understands how we got where we are and and is going to help us work through it and so uh, i hope you've been encouraged by this day i hope you you uh, realize that that god is uh god is our friend he is full of grace and truth and uh, and he is a humble and empathetic teacher for us and uh so lord we thank you for that thank you for our dear friend gunner And uh, what you've showed us here In just a few minutes And we look forward to having him back God bless you, have a great week Uh, Next week We'll be here With a new guest God bless you all Take care